0: What's up, bro? How's it going? What's up, what's up, what's up? I'm ready, bro. All right, bro. What do you got for me? Hit me with your best shot. Uh, uh, All right, uh. I got something in the e-commerce space. Super interesting, I find. I mean, we've all been there, right? You go shopping, either online or in person, and it's always a hassle. I mean, I think this might be even more of a problem for... Some of the female listeners out there, you try something on and it just doesn't fit or you order it online and it just doesn't fit the body or doesn't look as good as it should be. And especially if you do it online, right? So you go in e-commerce store, you see it. Oh yeah, this looks good. How's it going to look on me? You know, the wish effect. You see it in the ad. It looks fucking fantastic. You buy it. You get it. You're like, what the fuck is this shit? (laughs) Those are the best images. Like, ah, uh, wish was a reality. <laughs> I mean, they have memes about this shit. So this must be real. <laughs> so, my today, so my topic today... teasing me. So my topic today is a little bit in the AI sector. It's actually about Google. So Google released a new uh, try-on tool, um, mm-hmm. which is basically a model that enables you to try on clothing virtually. So they trained this Ooh. AI. I know this is super sick, and uh, so they trained this AI based on million and million of images. And they did it a little bit different than they than competitors do it. So competitors yeah. do it with uh, diffusion as well as yeah. LLM. So long, so large language learning uh, models. Okay. Yeah. So how they do it is the other companies, they diffusion. So diffusion is basically the process of of gradually adding extra pixels or noise to an image until it becomes unrecognizable. And then you remove the noise completely until the original image is reconstructed in perfect quality, okay? So this Mm -hmm. is the process of diffusion. And then during that process, they usually add a prompt, like a language learning model, right? So you use, I don't know, make it, bigger, smaller, change the color, et cetera. And this is obviously in this process edited. So what Google did though, with the tool is called Google's Shopping Graph and the try-on model, they do that with two images. So they have the same model, same clothing in a, a frontal and a side pose. And yeah. once the first diffusion starts, they uh, fuse it with the second one, the side, for example, from looks from the side. So what the end effect is, the end result is that this learning, well, this uh, this model learns how to actually then reconstruct in different angles the same picture or different models, and you can put on different clothing, et cetera. So yeah, because that of that, now, exactly, now you have a database or learn, like a, a model that you can then upload basically an image of yourself or of the clothing that you want, and then create something out of it. So, I was thinking who is it interesting for? Well, any kind of clothing company, right? Small to medium yeah, in mean, Zalando, all the big companies. Exactly, exactly. So, who else, Lucas? But who else is it used for? I mean, I can imagine for also for designers, well, Mm -hmm. i mean i think like mostly would be like closing for me personally as a shopper right if i go as a buyer um it would be different point of views right so first of all me because i hate go shopping right to the stores i'd rather buy everything online i mean i just go buy large that's it um hope for the best if it's a little bit loose fine that's nice if not if it's just good for the guns also fine um (laughs) but yeah so i would say it's i think probably good for any like woman clothing brands um so yeah, well, I, mean, could be probably a, I think it could be good for mom and pop stores as well as for like larger mm-hmm. chains. And um, But yeah, what so do you think? You're right. I, I think so as well. I think it is super interesting in general for direct to consumer. So the end user will have obviously benefit that they can try everything online. They can just see it. They can, in effect, maybe they upload a picture of themselves in two poses uh, yeah. with their height, et cetera, And then the model will directly render it on them. So you have the great experience there. And at some point, maybe on Zalando, Nike.com or wherever you buy your clothing. Or yeah, you have your profile and then you basically yeah. have your, your information uploaded on there. And then it does all the rendering for you, which is fantastic, right? You know where it fits. Imagine now, next level. Imagine on social mm-hmm. media, right? So on Instagram, whatever. You mm-hmm. see somebody with the clothes on and then you're just like, yeah. hey, because you have shopping now, right? Um, and then just Instagram opens your camera and you can see yourself with those clothes on, right? So you can, because you always see the people wearing the clothes, like, I don't know, promotion, your local um, influencer, um, and then you can just like try it on directly. Um, I, I think that's also awesome sick, thing. like a filter. I mean, in general, it could end of the day just yeah. be a filter in the camera. Or yeah. I mean, do you remember, or have you ever used these? It's like a, an app basically where you take a picture of yourself or a short video, and it takes body measurements. I heard about it. I think it was more Mm -hmm. um, also I saw it for glasses. So I only know it from Mr. Mm -hmm. Specs. So basically you take a camera, like you open the camera, like film yourself a little bit, and then automatically it can just like uh, AR, um, just like the glasses on you. So you can have, you can try them online. So for those people who don't know, Mr. Specs is like a, oh, at least is in Germany, huge um, like glass store, like sunglasses store and as well normal glasses. Um, And yeah, you can just um, try them on virtually or um, with the camera on and then just buy it online. So yeah, pretty cool. I think so. Exactly. Something like that. I think the implementations are incredible. Like there's so many things that you can do with this that you can take a picture. You have all your measurements online somewhere in the profile or you're prompted to do so. And then you can try these things on, which is then amazing, obviously, because it will lower like returns for these brands. Right. E-commerce is even more convenient than it was before. You don't yeah. have to deal with the hassle in change rooms or when there's like sales going on, I don't know, Black like Friday or season end sales. You don't have to stand in lines when there's so many, You just buy it online. You have everything and you know, it's going to fit just because the, the rendering is pretty, it's going to be pretty accurate. It's already pretty accurate. And especially if you have that with the measurements, mm. I think this is going to be super, super cool. But this is all the consumer side, but let's talk about the other the business side, right? So what is it going to do? There's going to be a lot of startups that are going to create this, right? Either they're yeah. going to create this this lens, this kind of, hey, by the way, we're using the Google uh, Shopping Graph data set and all the information and this AI to create another product, which they then can sell to Zalando and all of them, right? Which is, fit, this, or even the small, you said the mom and pop shops, you're like, hey, guys, yeah. I know you can't afford models, or I want to make sure that you lower what we already mentioned, the returns, etc. And they offer them like a subscription, like, "Hey guys, go with us. We offer you this features. It's a plug and play. Maybe you can even go as a Shopify, right? You can add this as a Shopify plugin. That'll be super sick, right? Hey, use this plugin now. You have this." If it's mobile optimized directly, it has access to your camera and makes sure that everything is correct. Because I mean, you you remember like Felix already said that there's a lot of returns because there's some things that didn't turn out yeah, like don't they wanted fit. it to be or yeah. etc. Yeah. Exactly. I so mean, that's this also is super super interesting for the mom pop stores, as we mentioned. Like mm-hmm. um, I think that's really really cool because in the end, I mean, Google doesn't offer this right with models, but you can just do with. Um, different AI tools right now. You can just like Dream Booth as well as another tool. I forgot the name. Um, And then you can just like combine it um, and create like literally digital models. Um, And then you can offer like a solution subscription for uh, mom and pop stores. Be like, hey, um, you can upload, I don't know, 10 10 clothes each month, something like this. um, And we directly send you high quality images. And we offer the service so that people who shop online um directly can try on your clothes so it's like directly you have on the website high quality images which are rendered like with models etc so they look really really nice because like um we did the like we did some research on it and it's like quite expensive like mm-hmm. imagine cost you roughly a thousand dollars per hour to literally have um like a photo shooting so like you're paying like a minimum 200 or you have a friend that is model, model or something Oh yeah, mm. but still you need to I mean the biggest part is not the model, it's actually um the way you take the pictures. Um so the yeah. studio. The studio is super expensive, like seven hundred fifty roughly per hour. Yeah. Um and yeah, that adds up. And if you can do it all online, hey that's <laughs> fucking awesome. You can save a lot of money. So I agree. I think that's really, really cool. All right. So what are the a future predictions then? I think so too. Okay, well, so I want to end this with future predictions. What is your take on this, Lucas? My future prediction is they're going to be a company who offers a one-stop solution for mom pop stores because I-, I think mm-hmm. the bigger ones will build it themselves. But there are so many, especially if you go here in Barcelona, uh, around there, like so many smaller stores which have like cool clothes, but I don't—they don't have the capacities or they don't want to spend the money for model, uh, like for models, like to yep. get great pictures. So it's much better to literally just um, like get it with AI and like basically put the clothes on the AI person also with AI. Um, So they're cool Mm -hmm. tools for that one. Um, And yeah, I think that will be the future as well as then like people can try it on with the Google um, shopping graph. So I think that's really, really cool. And yeah, that's my prediction. That's going to be some company who's going to do that and they're going to make millions of it, probably like tens of millions, if not more. But that's my future prediction. How about you? So this category is by the way called uh virtual try-on, the VTO. So I think there's gonna be a lot of VTO companies. I think there Mm -hmm. is gonna be one that is will be focusing on the small stores. I also think that the larger ones will do it themselves, Zalando and all that stuff, because or they buy the have a lot of I mean Exactly, or they'll buy the company. But the thing is um as we already know, um, to, also for the listeners, so at some point, all of these algorithms will be a commodity, and the differentiator yeah. between these will be the data sets. So that means how much data you can put in. That means, in this case, would be pictures of models from the front and the side, and how you can train the algorithm. So it's the way you teach them. It makes much of a difference than the actual algorithm itself. And there, I think yeah. these giants that have so many, like so many points of data, so many pictures, will be the winners. For example, Google already has, because they have this model, a great advantage. But if then Zalando uses the same algorithm and teaches it even further, by using all the pictures they already have, will be pretty epic, not gonna lie. It will be really, really, really good. Of course, so man. I think these giants will have these, obviously, as an advantage. But on the other hand, there will be players for the smaller ones, right? For the mom and pop stores, you'll just sell them a subscription, etc. or even a one-off. You'll be like, hey, guys, give us 50 bucks. You get all this. It's convenient. It does it quickly. You have no hassle of organizing anything. You just upload easy peasy, and that's it. And this is just on the business side. And then obviously on the consumer side, I think that we discussed this already, will make it a lot of, lot of easier, more efficient, and but just uh, a greater experience, I think. There still will be people yeah, who like to go to the store, right? Because you some people are like I like to feel yeah, it, I like for sure. to feel how the like the material just like feels on my body. <clears throat> but in general I believe that it will um level the playing field. Because right now, if you go like big companies, they have like always supermodels, whatever images, stuff like this. Whereas the smaller one don't, and now they with AI they will be able to do so. I mean, of course, the models aren't perfect, so you can still see that. Some models uh, like a i generated like they have i don't know twelve fingers or uh... <laughs> it's changing come on it's it's changing it's improving much better now it's yeah, it's, better. it's improving but um of course it's not perfect yet, but we're getting there it's getting more and more, but in I think the right direction i think that's a cool part about it though <clears throat> also in general uh with this model you don't have to focus on that because you're uploading already a picture it's just rendering on top, so it doesn't yeah. have to do the uh Uh, thinking and doing everything at once so overall i think this will be epic this is a super cool feature for the future specifically also for us the end user will have a direct impact on it and will definitely also have great impacts in terms of sustainability and lower the cost of these companies and brands and uh, we'll have a great impact i like it quick break in the pod all right guys i want to talk to you about good gaming etiquette so mark what is a good gaming etiquette well, thanks for asking, Lucas. Good gaming etiquette is when you enjoy the game, you got carried, or you had a great teammate. You just drop that GG well played in the chat and thank the other teammates for being there. Ah, I see what you did there. Hi right, guys, if you enjoyed this spot, please leave a comment, share it with a friend, and of course, leave a review. And now keep enjoying the show. I think uh, I think this is going to be already the headline of the topic of this episode. So I want to talk about OnlyFans. So. OnlyFans, Ooh. the most profitable customer support center in the world where guys text with other guys and pay for it. <laughs> so, Now hear me out guys. People are like, people are like what? What? The, what is he talking about? Well, let, let's talk about this one. So, And I also believe that chatbots will make it more, more profitable. Um, so yeah, it's a great business to be in right now. Uh, anyway, so Mark, tell tell question me. for you. How do you think um, like they make money? How do OnlyFans model make money? All right, <clears throat> I have limited knowledge on this, but I'm guessing, well, it's a subscription-based, right? I'm guessing there's also one-off purchases, so you have two ways of, uh, well, monetizing. So you have a subscription, I'm guessing, thereby you unlock a certain amount of content. This is either pictures or videos. This could be non, not safe for work or safe for work, I don't know, I think that depends on the artist. And then, obviously, yeah. one-time off purchases. So I think OnlyFans is just a platform, which makes it super easy and it does not judge what content you upload uh, to monetize this content. I think this is yeah. uh, what I know so far. So, I mean, yes. I mean, most of them are non safe for work or in general, uh, pretty porn related let's put it this way. So, I mean, for me, okay. Why are we talking about OnlyFans? Cause I was like, why is everybody talking like you see on Instagram everywhere? You see like, <laughs> oh, this guy is making 100K, like somebody going and into <laughs> So what is your job? How much money are you make? And I was like, oh, I make like 100K. You're like what? Oh, yeah, I'm an OnlyFans model. And it's like, she's not even pretty. Anyways. Mm. Um, and then I was like, okay, I want to know, <laughs> like, how is that a thing that they're making so much money if there's porn out there for free everywhere, right? So why are they making money? Uh, so I did my research. Um, and actually, mm-hmm. so there are three major things how they make money, so the first one is yes, they sell like um, like they have their videos that they can unlock, so you have a subscription mm-hmm. uh subscription gives you, for example, access let's compare to prime now, okay, prime videos, so in prime videos, you have a new yep. subscription certain videos that you can watch, okay, nice, good, mm-hmm. but for everything else, you have to rent it or you have to pay for it, right. Um similar in OnlyFans that um they can just buy the other videos that the creator has. Uh that's one way how they make money. But this only mm-hmm. makes roughly 30% of the income. Now, what is the other like 70%? So the other 30 so what are you guessing? Like, come on Mark. What are you thinking? Mm, well I well, I think you teased me already a little bit about that, so since it's not one of these other ones, there must be something that is more interactive with the users, I'm guessing. Yes. It must be some form yes. of interaction. All right. So the most one is probably texting. <laughs> so basically, people text with the models, as well as the other part mm-hmm. is also like personalized stuff. So like, hey, can you send me a picture of your feed? <laughs> oh, whatever. So it's like this personal hey. stuff. But feet, I think, is a good business. Oh, it's true. You don't see the face, nothing. I think that's a really, really good business model. Hey, I mean, hey, if somebody wants my feet, here's my PayPal. No, just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) But, all right, so, I mean, but, yeah, so if we know that texting is actually, like, 30 to 40% of somebody's income, like, how they can make so much money? Because if you text to somebody, you can, like, sell a photo for, like, 15, 30, 40. So they're stacking it normally in a conversation and a conversation lasts 40 minutes. At mm-hmm. the end, they make roughly $100. Now, how is it possible that some people make 100000 Because if you make the math, even if you text with multiple at the same time, you're never going to reach 100K or even more. So now that was like... So do they do, Lucas. Exactly. It so I was like, all right, where is it? Where is it? <laughs> so exactly... Where's the poop, Lucas? <laughs> That's where they hire, actually, agencies. So, um, only fan mm. agencies, there are two types of agencies. One is on, like, the management uh, agency, and the other thing is marketing agency. So, the management agency is more like what you see normally is, like, content scheduling. So, it's like, oh, you want to post at this hour, etc. Okay, that's okay. Understandable. Now, chatting with subscribers. When I read this, I was like, wait a second. So, that sounds interesting. And then also I was thinking, so, you're basically telling me, you're pimping out your account so that 20, 20 people, I don't know, in the Philippines or wherever the customer support center is, uh, where they're farming this, are just texting with the uh, with the fans, right? So, imagine, you're, Damn. you're thinking, you're texting with the top model or whatever, an OnlyFans model there, And then it just like, I don't know, Ramjet or whoever is on the other line, i would be like, oh, yeah, you like it? And then I'm just like sending you images from a Dropbox. So, (laughs) oh, I'm wearing today very high pants. (laughs) Man, imagine that. You're just like, oh, yeah. Oh, she's liking this so good. Oh, my God. She's into it. (laughs) <laughs> and then it turns out this guy in the costume, look at this guy, he yeah. sent me a oh dick pic, boys, God. boys, come oh, here, man, about, this is a small one. Talking about dick pics, that's actually also one of the things that are very uh, demanded, <laughs> so that people, the guys, send dick pics and the models rate them, so they are say, oh, that's a big one, or wow. whatever, and that's also, it makes also a big chunk, but... I didn't talk about the nice. crème de la crème, all right? What is the crème de la crème? Because, oui. you know, all right, we talked ch- a little bit ch- cherry about... cherry on top. The cherry, the, chérie. the chérie de mon <laughs> So We talked about yes, chatting is nice. I mean, videos, okay, maybe it's a model that you really like and you want to support it, all right, that's fine. But now, mm-hmm. no, 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 no. But most people take the money or like spend the money is the girlfriend experience. So, you're asking, mm, what is the girlfriend experience? Tell me, Lucas. What is the girlfriend experience? Exactly. Let me ask. Let me ask. All right, all right, all right. I got you. All right. So basically, they text you in the morning, "Hey, babe," or whatever, and like, basically, imagine a long-distance relationship, when you're never going to meet that person. So, and you only mm-hmm. have the apps, right? So you only have the, oh yeah, she's sending me sexy pictures, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So that's like the girlfriend experience, and it's super expensive. And like mm-hmm. again, I mean, I, I think it is something positive. Because in the end, it's like okay, like this guy is always like, basically feels like his girlfriend feels good more like mentally. I think it's like this in the way goes again to like the AI, like girlfriend, right? So that's why I'm saying like, okay, mm-hmm. this is still like a real person, but in the future, this will probably all be AI. Like right now, it's just like. So you, go ahead. Mm-hmm. No, so you're telling me this is a victimless crime at the end of the day. If Ranjit is talking to I don't know, I don't think it's Lucas a victimless Barcelona. crime. Uh, I mean, at the end, I'm like I just want to point out here that it's also a question for the audience: Isn't it better than just directly text with an AI bot? Because in the end, like if you talk with somebody, at least you wait, know wait, wait. it's. What an is AI? better, the AI or Ranjit is better? Who I, I, better? I, I think AI might be better because then you directly know. So mm-hmm. I think there's a. For me personally, I think that's the better choice. that's also what I think that brings me also to future prediction. so mark, my future prediction all you want to, I want to hear is your first, and then I'm going to tell you mine. Well, honestly, I want to give you a, so i have, I have opinions on this topic give me all let your me opinions. give me some of I want to give you some of my opinions on this all right, so first of all, I think this is super fucking fascinating cool good on these models that they use in the service fucking epic. I mean, why not outsource what you can outsource? Yeah. You can make tons of money. <clears throat> I also think this is in partially underserved market. So, I mean, it's getting bigger and bigger. Obviously, that's why there are these agencies, which I find super cool, super yeah. interesting. Why am I not doing this? Just wondering, but hey. <laughs> no, jokes aside. But I think in general, it, it is super crazy. And I think this that AI will make a difference. The question is for me, this is also for the future predictions. Then you can answer that: Will they have? Will AI have to let you know that it is an AI, or is it just making the customer service even more pri- like personal? Second of all, I think the girlfriend experience is interesting. I think it can have positive effects on this person because it gives a person confidence or whatever. Um, also, I think it might be tricky on a mental state in terms of. Does it create complications that oh, yeah, it cannot sure. that this person cannot have anything in their real life as well? Um so I think it, it can be positive, but obviously has also some of the downsides. Yeah. I think this is one of a dangerous one. And I think that a lot of people otherwise might spend a shit ton of their hard earned money on this experience because they're like, hey, this is giving me the confidence, this is what I need, etc. And I think that if you go full AI, and not specifically for a model that is using AI could have benefits because then it could be truly personalized to yep. you and it is 24-7 accessible to you. But then again, what are the effects on your real world and interactions with real people? Yep. But I think this will be a, something that in the future we'll have to deal with anyways. But I want to hear your predictions, Lucas. Um Actually, before we talk about the, uh, my future prediction, I forgot to talk about it in general like, how also the accounts grow, right? Because I, I did, like, a lot of investigation on OnlyFans. Um, just Fred told me. <laughs> no, just kidding. Oh, All right. Um, so, basically, also what's super interesting is how these OnlyFans models, like, um, like grow, right? So, how do these accounts grow? Because you're like, okay, they can't run ads, so how are they going to do it? So, what they... So, how do they grow, Lucas? Exactly. So, what they actually do... So, if you haven't realized on Instagram, like, especially in the evening... Like, you go on your um, good old meme accounts, and then all of a sudden, you see, like, why are they promoting, uh, yeah. like, girls? Like, what the hell is going on here? I never follow these girls. What What's happening here? So what's actually happening, they have deals with, like, uh, those meme accounts that they just post at night where people tend to be more horny. And then people click on their OnlyFans, and in the morning, as a good old account... They delete that post, right? So it's a clean feed in the morning. It just in these peak hours. Oh, really? They delete this? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you if you check it out, they what's don't they name? don't have these posts anymore. The game? No. um Yeah, check it out. But um yeah, basically they delete it in the morning, so you don't see it. You only see it at night. So if you wait for a few more hours, I'm sure uh, you will see them. It, it, it is crazy also nothing they're super profitable the agencies. so actually how the agencies do like some actually what they do they go mm. to models approach them and be like hey we want to buy your OnlyFans account okay we're going to pay you a couple Oh, of- they buy the account yes so it depends so you can work with them together or what some people do which is actually more profitable is like okay hey hey mark i'm going to buy your account um i give you a couple hundred thousand as well um i'm gonna take care of all your chatting and you get 50 percent of the profit profit you don't have to take care of anything only thing you have to do is create content i'm taking care of everything else right um i'm chatting so they, so they basically buy you out and you still own parts of it yes so it's just like a partnership yeah it's like a they okay. like imagine they're buying you know they're buying some equity like 50 percent of the equity whatever um of your brand. Yeah, but at least you get 50% of the profits, right? Um, At the end, this is also like a downside because people are like, hey, this is my personal brand. Um, I've created this account over years of years, but still, it's a good option for some people Mm -hmm. who don't want to do all the texting, right? They just be like, hey, I just want to create content and get like my monthly check. Um, And they basically, and it's super profitable. So actually, I think the OnlyFans agencies are booming right now worldwide, um, and they're Mm-hmm. Super profitable. I think um, if you want to create an agency, guys, go for an OnlyFans agency. There's also so much What's, space Lucas, for optimization. That's sick. What's the non-compete like? And like, what does it look like? Did you, did you get any information when they purchase your OnlyFans? Is it like, hey, you can't? I mean, in, all right. So how it works in in regular startups is if somebody acquires you, usually they acquire your full company or high stakes. And then you have to stay with them for at least minimum six months. Usually it's two years, up to four years. How does and then you cannot you have a non compete, which is basically an agreement, a legal agree, legally binding agreement, which tells you, Hey, in this and this niche, you cannot work or create anything yeah. for a specific amount of time. So in this case it would be like probably you can't upload anything with your body or, I don't know, pictures and generate money. Well, how does it look like? I have no idea what this kind of space looks like. No, so you definitely have to still work with them, right? Because in the end, it's like they taking care of all the mm-hmm. – all because you have to create content. So basically it's like, hey, Mark, yeah, create all your feed pictures <laughs> and send them in a Dropbox. So, mm. I might. <laughs> nice. Um, so you just have to put it in a Dropbox so that they keep having fresh content. And then they just farm you out. So they, um, like, I'm sure they basically buy a lot of models, and then they also do uh, cross promotion, right? Um, That cross promotion also brings Mm -hmm. me to the next level. um, How these, like, how these accounts also grow. Like, for example, you can buy from an other, other model. Like, you can buy like an ad. So basically, they cross promote you. They post on OnlyFans, but like, hey. Uh, hey, this is Mark's uh, oh. amazing account, follow him here, um, and yeah. So, for example... But they do that on the OnlyFans, not yes. on the Instagram. Yes, I mean, on Insta- some people have what? accounts Both. so they could cross promotion, but t- tend to be on OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. But what okay. people have to be careful is, um, for example, they can say, hey, I have uh, 300,000 followers um, and this is my income that I make from my fans, because what's most interesting is that you want to have fans that actually pay a lot, right? They spend a lot of money, so yeah. each so you have an average amount that fans spend. Because otherwise, not on Instagram, mm-hmm. you don't care. You have followers that give you a like. It's not like you don't care that much. No. So that's why they always show how much money they're making. Like they can say, "Hey, I make uh, I don't know 150k with my fans, right?" Um, but this is where it gets so, risky. So um, if they promote you and you get three thousand fans, you're thinking, "Okay, I make like uh, I don't know." 1500 per month from these new fans mm-hmm. but the problem is some of them are just like promotion accounts They uh, that promote other girls and their fans are basically worthless. They only want the free shit and um, so basically mm-hmm. the the money that these uh, accounts make that have 300,000 followers came from other girls wanting a promotion so they, the payment is like model um, to model instead of fans to model and that means all the fans that the the big account has are just like useless fans which don't bring any new money. For other ones. Yes, exactly. Uh, so that's also interesting uh, to look so it's at. So like a, like a, it's like a B2B at the end of the day yeah, then. Yeah, it's a mix. So these, these accounts, super interesting. Cool. So you have like a B2B, B2C. They're using uh, like... Meme accounts to grow because you, you need to find ways to also not get banned or shadow banned on Instagram because I think that's also a big thing. Um, so they have multiple accounts. It's shadow banned. So, shadow banned is basically you can still post, but they take you out of the algorithm mm-hmm. so they won't show you anymore. So, your post and everything won't be shown anymore, like in the explore page. Damn. So, yeah, uh, that's happening. But for me, it's super fascinating. Crazy. So, Mark, we're creating an OnlyFans agency. Super cool. no, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> now fuck, we're selling our feet pics, bro. <laughs> Hairyfeet.com, Let's go, Hairytwinfeet.com Exactly. Com. Maybe even show some calves, bro. I've been hitting them Ooh, hard, but, like, oof. but we have to Ooh, shave look them look calves. calves. Otherwise, man, it just like no, bro. No, 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 we go in full niche here, bro. Oh, furry. We go hairy. Furry. Like, <laughs> exactly. We gotta go in the niche, Lucas. Nobody cares about <laughs> shaved legs, bro. There's a lot of dudes. Hell, you wanna have these hairy legs and the oh feet. Oh my god. Oof, look at us little toesies, ah oh, man, uh, we're gonna make all them dineros. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> all right, Mark. <laughs> all right, I don't think that's the part, bro. <laughs> that's the part. Catch you, in the next, catch one. you in the next one. <laughs> <laughs>